YWAM team who just came to continue loving on her, encouraging her, engaging her in relationships. We just kind of leave her hanging out to dry, but coming alongside and just being in relationship and being Jesus to her. The idea is God is inviting us to step out of our comfort zones, to share Jesus with people, and then lead them to Jesus. And I love what Ella said. She said, listen, some sow, right, some sow and some reap. Our day, ours was the day of reaping, of of that which had been sown, right? These people had come before her and been loving on her. And praying for people and taking her, her child to Sunday school on Sunday morning, just sowing the love of Jesus into her life. And then God brought Ella and Dee to come alongside and ultimately kind of seal the deal and lead her to the full love of Jesus who entered into her life that day. Everybody did their part. Everybody did their part. Listen, let's just do our parts. There's an invitation saying, hey, I want to invite you today. Man, it's going to be so scary. Oh, my gosh. You're going to step out of your comfort zones. Jesus talking here, right? I know it's scary. It's weird. I know it's so difficult kind of talking about the name of Jesus with people who may slam the door in your face. But let me tell you, it's awesome. You're going to love it because I'm going to be with you the entire time. Right? She said, she's like, is that if Jesus began speaking through her? I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't have the right words. Ella didn't either before she started. Let me tell you what the right words are. Love somebody. Love somebody. Just love somebody. Tell them they're awesome. Tell them you can't. You're so glad to be part of their life. If you want to knock down a door, tell somebody you care. Tell somebody you love them. Tell somebody you'll fight for them. Tell some, someone says they have a problem. Tell them you'll be the answer. Talk about a door opening up. You can tell them anything. Jesus is inviting, inviting, inviting. Lastly, we experience the invitation to bring healing, physical healing, to those who are in need of healing. Whether we knew what we were doing or not. Here's the story. So we were going door to door. Graham Kosick and his group came across a house covered in Halloween decorations. And he said it seemed less than inviting, to say the least. In fact, Tatum, whoever she was with, I can't remember, forgive me. But Tatum was walking by like, eh, let's not go to that house because it was too scary, right? But Graham and said, hey, no, let's go to this house. We're all together. There's strength in numbers, right? And so they're coming to the door. They knocked on the door. And they're about to leave because nobody opened it. All of a sudden, a car pulled up. A little girl got out. So they're running to the door. Says, oh, my gosh, this is my house. Yeah, yeah, my dad's inside. Let me get him for you, right? It was awesome. So she walks in, Dad! He comes, come, comes out. Well, he comes out, and they, and they literally begin this, like, 45-minute conversation, right? Talked about everything under the sun. They were talking about geocaching. They were talking about music. They were talking about the city. They were talking about... Uh, somehow they got into talking about bombs. I think the guy's dad made some sort of missile. I forget what it was, right? But this is, like, crazy story. But he had a really, really interesting but a very, very difficult life. Part of their story was just telling the difficulties of the things he'd gone through. And they were really, really, really profound difficulties, Right? And so in the moment, they had came to this point, and um, he said in conversation, he says, hey, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but the church thing and community thing, I have a hard time with people. I've been burned by church, so I have a hard time with the church thing. But, man, I love Jesus. And so Grant looked at him and said, Jason, his name was Jason, you believe in Jesus, man, so do I. So that makes us brothers. Brother, what can I pray for you about? Give me anything, family, friends, whatever it is, Right. And so he kind of laid out some things. He says, Jennifer and I prayed for Jason and his family. And as Jacob would say, we went after it. Jacob was our missionary. He says, just go after it, right? So Jennifer got this picture and shared it with him, right? And then 
Graham got to the point and said, all right, do you mind if I just pray for you? So he put his hand on his shoulder and he just began praying, right? Just began praying. He says, I prayed for Jason, hand on his shoulder for his family. He says, I don't really remember the words, but I do remember it was fervent. I was praying really with this like found love and compassion, right? This connection I just could not describe that I had with him. And I noticed during the prayer, they began to weep. As we finished, he turned, he looked at me with tears, and he said, So, dude, did you, did you actually feel the pain that was in my shoulder leave my shoulder and go into your hand? And Graham said, No, dude, what do you, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? He said, literally, he said, today I had a bike wreck. He said, I landed on my elbow. He said, it jacked up my shoulder. The whole point, I couldn't even rotate my arm. And Graham said, we could literally, there was actually blood on his elbow. We didn't know what it was from. He said, but it was from that bike wreck. He said, he said, he said man, as you put your hand on my shoulder and began to pray for my family, I literally felt all the pain from my shoulder go into your hand and leave me. So I was doing this. Right? Just going full range of motion, right? He was just like weeping in the moment. And I can't believe it. He looked at Graham and said, listen, bro. He said, there ain't no way you're leaving me and going back to Atlanta. <laughs> right? You're staying here forever. Listen, here's the point. Like in Graham in the moment, like it was really, really funny. It was, he said, Steve, I, I wasn't literally sitting here. And t- I said, I had no idea he was, his shoulder was hurt. I had no idea what was ultimately going on. He said, but I just, but God did. He said, I was just faithful to love on him. I put my hand on his shoulder to pray for something else, and God immediately healed him. Expressed, and listen, let me tell you something. Hear this. If you're hurting, and someone prays for you in the name of Jesus, and you recognize it's Jesus, and Jesus heals you, guess what you feel? You feel loved. That's what it does, man. He prays for someone. Boom, healing's like, oh, the kingdom of God has come. He is in love. He loves me enough to reach down, to send Graham, to send this team to pray for me. You have an invitation. You have the invitation. You have the invitation to say, hey, could you want to be step one of the 72? You want to be one of the 72? Can't, I would love to use you. The eyes of the Lord range to and fro throughout the earth to find those he can strongly support. That's the Bible. He's looking for those who say, I'll go right here. 72 right here. Me, 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 me. Right here. Right? I mean, he takes the Holy Spirit. It's like a VIP, man, band on your wrist. He got the Holy Spirit right here, baby. Here we go. Oh, I can go anywhere I want to. If I messed up, right, Tyler's there, right? No, it's Jesus, man. If I mess up, there's grace. If I do something like, oh, didn't mean to mess up, I just did there's grace. What if you pray for someone who's not healed? There's grace. What if you say the wrong thing and they get really angry? There's grace. What is grace? God moving to still bless that person in the midst of your mess up. Is this how he works? God wants your obedience. He'll bless all your mistakes. God's desire is for us to simply open up our eyes to the calling that's always been present and the invitation that's just sitting there. He's saying, there, you want it? Take it. 
How many of you have invitations to weddings or something sitting right now in your kitchen that need to be taken care of? Man, the invitation is right here. You have an invitation here in the moment to bring Jesus to people who are lost and in need of him. We have the ability and invitation to slow down in the midst of whatever I'm doing and to listen to God and say, you want to, you want to speak today? I know that you do. Right? Think about where you work. Just think about it. Like I know sometimes these are anti-God areas and I get that. But you can be subversive. Right? You can be subversive. God ain't going to be mad at you. Who this week do you think God may be leading you to in the context of your work setting in the context of the school setting where you are, in the context of your neighborhood setting, who do you think God may be leading you to just to listen to him on his behalf because they're having a hard time hearing and you're taking time to listen so that you can speak? Who this week do you need to bring to night of healing prayer and say, listen, I don't know what God's going to do, but I know he loves you. Let's just go pray for healing and see what happens. How many of us know anybody who's lost as a golf ball in high weeds? They don't know Jesus. They hate Jesus. They're the best. Because it takes that much to go, oh my gosh, he's not that bad. Like, he's pretty awesome. It's those who are indifferent who are most difficult. Those who hate God are the easiest. So in your life, who? Who? Who's the invitation for? Jesus was like, man, you're one of the 72 of a call on your life. It's your primary vocation in life. Let me tell you something. Literally, those te- the team that went, I mean, they're awesome, but they're not better than any of y'all. If God can move through them, he can move through you. And he desires to. The invitation is present. Let's pray. Father, as we sit in this moment, God, we recognize that you are with us. We recognize that you are for us. God, we recognize there's an invitation that you gave to the 72. There's an invitation, God, will you say, and pray for more people like the 72. And Lord, I know that you, as you do that, you look and you see us. And so, Jesus, today, we, we just stop and we slow down what I just call a sacred moment. It's the moment where you're, you're moving and you're speaking. And we just say, Jesus, would you invade our hearts and our minds? Would you speak beyond fear? Father, I pray and ask you to speak beyond inadequacy. People saying, I just just couldn't do that. That's just not me. God, if you're in them, then they can do all things because you give them strength. I just pray right now for a beautiful awakening in Jesus' name.
So I want to just invite you. And this, again, we have time this morning. Not kind of, kind of rush. I just want to invite you this morning to be honest before the Lord at the moment. I want you to be honest about your your thoughts in the moment. To be honest about your feelings. Maybe some of you feel really energized. Maybe it's excited. Maybe some of you feel really indifferent. Maybe some of you feel a real sense of fear. Maybe some of you sense anger. Whatever. What is going on stirred inside of you this morning in this message? I want you to take a moment to let yourself be honest with your thinking and your feeling in the moment. It's the last day. God, search me. Search me, O oh God, and know me. Every anxious thought is David praying. Just to let God begin to reveal to you your thoughts and your feelings in the moment. Take a moment and just release your concerns, your fears, your anxieties, your indifference, your anger. Literally, just see yourself handing those to the Lord and saying, God, these things, I feel like they're keeping me from what you have for me. Hand them. Hand them over. Literally, I just sense the Lord say a second ago, some of you felt very inadequate. God just says he wants to take your inadequacy. Some of you feel a lot of guilt this morning in this because you feel like there maybe God's things that you have forgotten or moments that you've lost or maybe it's even areas of disobedience that you feel very convicted by this morning. We don't want to run from conviction. And so if there's just things you need to ask forgiveness for this morning, to apologize before the Lord in this morning, and take a moment to be fully honest with him. To say, God, I am so sorry. Recognizing there's no condemnation. So conviction requires repentance or forgiveness, which then releases us back into hope and to calling. So take a moment for the Lord just to let God just to apologize, release, release these inadequacies, release these fears, disobedience, and just hand it over to him this morning and allow him to wash you of those things today. focus on the now, that I'm for you, not against you. I've empowered you. I've given you my spirit. I've given you an invitation. Now let's move forward. Let's receive the invitation. Let's be intentional. 
Let's say yes every day of our lives. We pick a day when we say no or a week when we say no. When you get to the end of that, say, God, forgive me. And just get back up and continue to go again. And then this week to say, now, Lord, who would you have me speak to this week? Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Pray this in Jesus' name. This morning, these are not mission trip stories. They're just life stories that just happen to happen on a mission trip. They're just stories of people loving people. And God wants to do this work in you, and he wants to do this work through you. He responds the Lord leads this morning. As always, we have offering baskets. We have communion available. We'll have ministry teams available. If you want someone to pray for you this morning about this message and confidence, whatever it may be, by all means, let's pray. If there's anything else going on in your life that you want prayer for this morning, whether it's healing, whether there's areas of brokenness, we'd just love to pray for you this morning. But you respond to the Lord. Please. I'll come back up here in a few minutes, and I'll pray us out. But take some moment before the Lord, just before the Lord this morning. Take some time. Let him speak in your life.